What's up everybody? I'm author Janine Mack and I'm your host of the Janine Unscripted Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an author, speaker, business owner, mother, friend, lover, and my goal is to share with you every week about what to do when your life becomes unscripted. I hope this podcast adds value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Today's podcast is about something old and something new. I know we hear that term a lot in terms of weddings because, of course, the something old is the single life and the something new is the married life. But I'm gonna talk to you today about how we can apply this something old and something new into our own lives. So let's jump right in. So, Like I said in my intro, we're talking about today something old and something new. And this podcast comes out on the heels of a very heated election and political season in America, um, the presidential election. So depending on when you are hearing this message, um, it may be before the election results or it may be after the election results have come out. But I don't want to focus on that, although I'm using that as a foundation foundation but what I am wanting to focus on is you so something old something new this country is going through a lot of changes Um, a lot of uh, people want to see old ways being changed and made something new for lots of reasons and um, if you watch the news um, or look at um, social media at any given point in time you are pretty much well abreast of what the issues are um, in this country but what about you as an individual let's boil all that down to the basic common denominator for all of us is us as individuals and human beings and I want to challenge you all today to start something new. I wanna challenge you today to expand your thinking, to think higher, to think better, and to think more constructive on what your purpose and life is and what goals you need to form in order to see that purpose accomplished. And if you don't know what your purpose is, hopefully by the end of this podcast, you will have learned a few things that will help you to figure out and understand what you were born for. So let's talk about it. Something old. Um, I remember as a child growing up and I spent a lot of time in church and there's a particular parable um, that Jesus was teaching about the old wineskins. And, you know, as a kid, I'm like, what's a wineskin? And, you know, why is wine? And what does it have to do with skins? And is it animal skin or is it human skin? I don't know. But anyway, for those of you who are of a certain age, um, you probably heard this parable before. But basically, Jesus was saying you cannot pour new wine into old wineskins because if you do, it's going to burst. And, you know, it took me some years to get a really good grasp on that. And, and basically, that's the same premise of so something old and something new is that you can't put something new into something old because the old thing is already worn out anyway. So if you put something new into it, the weight the sheer weight and and size of the something new is gonna break the thing that's old. 
And so a lot of times, you know, in our current society, when something is old, we tend to want to throw it away, uh, that it has no more value. It has no more use, but old things see are there to teach us a lesson. Old things are there to show us um, the lesson of what we did something good and also where we failed badly. And we need those lessons. If we don't know what did not work or what did work, how are we ever going to be able to move forward to the something new? Because if not, if you have not identified what works and what doesn't work in your life, then you're going to keep repeating the same old cycle and you'll never get to that new thing. And so for instance, what about our way of thinking. We all were brought up to think a certain way. Okay. Um, so if the way in which you think, which is the thing that affects your choices and decisions in life. And if you find yourself continuously making bad choices and bad decisions, and you're not getting the outcomes that you, that you want, Chances are you need to change the way in which you think and process information. So I'm going to challenge you today to start thinking on a different level. And one way to start that is to write down your thoughts. So just take one area in your life, whether that's your finances, whether that's your relationships with coworkers, relationships with family members, relationship with friends, you know, all these are subcategories. Um, even your relationship with yourself, how you view yourself, because that's a thought pattern and, and that sense of self was handed down to you. So, you know, if you see yourself, let's take that. So if you see yourself as less than, um, as dumb, uneducated, inferior, and therefore that breeds jealousy in you and, and hate against others that you secretly feel are better than you. That's an area you need to work on in your thinking. You know, you need to elevate your thinking in yourself. You need to appreciate yourself, start loving yourself, do things to bring value to yourself, whether that's dressing better, whether that is educating yourself with formal education, going to college or to start reading um, things that elevate your thinking, like self-help, listening to podcasts, just like this, um, watching informational videos about, um, self-affirmation and self-esteem and just educating yourself on things of the environment, anything, reading books that are academic in nature, those things are going to help elevate your thinking. And then, and also make you feel smarter. And when you feel smarter and your thinking is elevated, you have more self-confidence. And therefore, when you have more self-confidence, you present yourself to the world differently. You think of yourself differently in others, okay? So that's one way um, of taking, of eliminating old mindsets that cause you to make bad choices in life, okay? And another way to, um, another area, that is um with something old is how uh, in which you think about money how you uh, how you budget your money or or don't budget your money so your attitude about money a lot of people think that money is evil therefore people that have money are evil rich people and so money is all about having money or not having money is about attitude 
it's about a, a, a attitude and a mindset is if you think negatively and have a negative attitude towards financing and not see first of all you have to educate yourself and what money is for it's a tool just like a hammer a hammer can be used to build a house a hammer can be used to bust a window out of a house okay so it's just a matter of whose hand that hammer is in that's going to determine the purpose and use for it okay so just like money money is a tool to buy your groceries, pay your rent, pay your bills. That same money can be used to help a charitable organization, give somebody money that needs help. Or if someone has a greedy attitude towards money, they're gonna wanna accumulate all the money that they can, hurting other people in, in, in the way, and just so that they could satisfy their own greed. Again, same tool, different attitude, therefore different use of that tool. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? Are y'all getting what I'm saying about something old and something new? We're talking about something old and something new. So if we're going to do new things in our lives, do new things with our lives, we're going to have to elevate our thinking and our perspectives to a whole new level because you can't step into new things with old mindsets, with old attitudes, okay? You can't, but those things, those old ways can serve as a lesson and a starting point for you so that you can say, you know what? I've been doing this thing or thinking this way for a long time and I am still in square one. It's been 20 years and I haven't move the peg across the board, just not even one inch. And I am standing in my own way. Even getting to the point of that type of realization to see that you are the person that's standing in your own way of progress and not other people, not a government, not a system, not your neighbor, not any of these things, but you because of how you think and process information, even admitting that as a big step. I remember when I had to come to that big step. I remember when I had to come to that big step, that was in 2011, after a lot of things had gone completely wrong in my life. And I was at that lowest, lowest breaking point. And I was getting, I had gotten divorced for the second time. One of my best friends died having a baby, having her baby, okay, in childbirth. Um, my father had passed away a few years before that. Several of my other good friends um, got uh, relocated to different states. So my whole support system wasn't there. I had like my relatives that were in different places, my brothers and sisters, and I just felt completely alone, completely defeated. Like um, my finances were a mess. My credit score was like busted. And like I, I had a, a, a broken down car that was always breaking down and I was trying to, to work and I was trying to do real estate at the time. And it was just like, I was just defeated on every single front front. And it was at that point, I was like, how did I get to this place? Like I started out so good, you know, before, and it was like, I repeated, um, the same like bad decisions, you know, as far as like my relationships, as far as how I dealt with money, how I dealt with people, how I saw basically myself. And I, and, and when I came to that low point in my life, I had to say like, 
you know, how, how did I get here? Why am I here? How, how did I get to such this low point of just losing? Like what, how am I viewing life? What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? You know, and I had to admit to myself, my, I had to take ownership. Let me say it that way. I had to take ownership in the demise of my own life. I had to take ownership that I was distracted and not reaching my goals. I had to take ownership that I was not um, utilizing my relationships and that I would waste time, you know, on things and people that had no meaning to me. And then when those, when those people that did have so much meaning to me, when they were pulled out of my world, either geographically or through death, like I wish I had more spent more time with them instead of on things and people that didn't matter and caring about what people thought about me, people that didn't matter in my life, they have more weight in my life than those who actually mattered to me. And we can't do that. That's, that's being off balance. That's not, that's having a viewpoint where you can't see the value of those who care about you more and just dismissing them, being dismissive. So we have to own our part in our story so that we can change the narrative of our story. And as an author, you know, those are kind of author and writing terminologies I'm making that parallel with. But, you know, as an author, when I'm writing a story, I want the story to be congruent. Like it needs to match the, the beginning of the story, the middle of the story and the end of the story. I can't just go off on a tangent and start telling a whole different story right in the middle. Like it needs to match. So, you know, as the author of your life, you need to be able to have the story of your life matching your goals and your dreams and your purpose. It can't just be, oh, I see this person doing this thing or I saw on the internet. And so you're like, squirrel, whoop, now I'm doing that. Oh, I, that looks fun. People liking that post. So I want to do that, you know? So no, you, you have to get yourself centered you know, so that you can be focused. Um, and again, when you have that something new that you are wanting to do in your life, it does require focus. It does require a commitment to seeing that through. It does require you saying to myself, no matter what happens, this is the goal. And I'm going to stay focused on that because I got to get to this new thing, this new way of thinking, this new way of living, this new way of how I want to live my life. Okay. And so one thing, um, I realized, you know, after a while of living that, um, and just kind of looking at other people's lives as well too, is just kind of compare myself in a more, in a healthy way, not in a competitive way, but as far as like seeing people be successful in the things that I wanted to do, the, the things that I felt like were my purpose or my goals. And I was just like, oh, how are they doing it? How are they getting there? And recently um, I heard a quote by um, Dr. Darius Daniels and he said, a lot of times it's not, um, and I'm paraphrasing him, um, it's, it, a lot of times it's not that someone else is more talented than you. It, like that's not the reason they became successful. They were just more committed. They were more dedicated. 
And a lot of times we feel like, especially super talented people, super creative people, we feel like that talent and creativity or that zeal or our personality is gonna be that thing to carry us through. So we kind of slack off um, or we become complacent or think like, okay, I don't really need to press as hard. I don't have to grind as hard because I'm gonna lean into that. And then meanwhile, while we, while we coasting, okay, on cruise control, you got someone who may feel like they are, they're, that they're not as talented as you, or they don't have that gift or that personality. So that pushes them to grind even harder. And then next thing you know, you look up one day and they are further down the road being successful in a thing that you are actually literally naturally gifted and talented to do, okay? So when that happens, you know, that was happening with me. I'm like, wow, like this person's younger than me and they surpassed me on the thing that I want to do. Again, not compare myself in a negative sense, but compare myself as like a measuring stick. They were like, this person is operating in the lane of career or goals that I want to have, that I have for my life. And how are they able to do that? And so I realized that I couldn't stay in my same old mindset, my same old way of doing things, my same old way of thinking of myself and being able to step into that newness that I wanted. So in 2011, you know, when I hit rock bottom and, you know, decided, you know, like the end of that year, that was like October. And so I had a few months before 2012 was coming in. Like I was like, I'm going to shut it down and start focusing on bettering myself, not being in a relationship, not trying to, you know, do a bunch of other things or go out or hanging out with friends to fill a void, but like shut it all the way down and focus on myself and my children. And that's exactly what I did. And it was that decision making that decision in 2011 that I'm able to reap the benefits of that now in 2020. And not that it had to take me 10 years, but it had to take me these 10, 11 years, okay, to get focused, to flush out negative things, negative thinking, negative people, to flush out my way of thinking, to flush out um, things that I have been brought up with, you know, in my tradition of things, and to relearn again, relearn, okay, the right way, several things. It also took me elevating uh, myself academically, okay? It was at that point in 2012 that I was able to get accepted and enroll into Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University, into the master's program. So I started pursuing my master's degree, and that took me three years to finish that because I was uh, working full time, 40 hours a week by day and being a student by night. So yes, that took me three years to finish my master's. And that was a lot of hard work to do that. Um, you know, like I said, focusing on my children as well, making sure that they were in a good place mentally, emotionally. Cause remember I had been through a divorce and then a second divorce. So my children had to go through this twice with me. So, um, you know, so I had to focus on them to make sure they were growing and blossoming the way that they should despite my messes and mistakes in life okay so again those ways of thinking affect more than just us if we have children it affects our children 
okay? If we have a spouse, it, it affects our spouse. If we have a job, guess what? Oh yeah, it affects our coworkers. How we think and our attitudes and, and how we speak and how we act is gonna have a domino effect in every place of your life. So, you know, again, you know, with all the changing and things that are happening in the world, I would say, you know, if you are in that place right now where you need to shut it down, shut down everything, shut down everyone so that you're able to focus yourself on your purpose. And let me speak to purpose before we wrap up today. Your purpose in life, you're going to know the purpose in life because it's going to be that thing you love to do that no one has to pay you a dime to do it. You would do it for free. Your purpose in life, how you find that purpose in life is A, that, that thing that you absolutely love to do that no one will have to pay you to do it because it, it doesn't feel like work to you. It doesn't feel like a job to you. It may be something that other people hate, but you love it. And then also your purpose in life is also something that's going to be an answer to a problem. So you go into a place and you see the problem and you know how to solve it. You better know that you leaning into your purpose right then and there in that moment. And that may be an area that you need to really grow and blossom in. And that may be an area where you can be in business for yourself. So, you know, you, other people don't see, you know, these things as a problem, but you go into a place where that's a school on your job, on the bus, on the subway, in the taxi, walking down the street, being in your neighborhood with something that you see a problem and you have the answer to that problem to fix it and make it better. You're definitely leaning into your purpose. So I challenge you to really start to in this season right now in this season okay to really shut it down shut down the noise shut down the distractions shut down negativity okay from outside okay from all outside forces and then shut it down within yourself so and then once you do that then you're able to start to elevate yourself above those things you know take ownership in your story okay and sometimes you may be the bad guy in your story because you allowed something or you're doing something okay or you with people who are doing something and you don't want to be alone so you keep hanging with them knowing they're doing the wrong thing you got to own that that you are contributing to that part in your story. Your story not going the way it's supposed to go. So you gotta take ownership and admit, take ownership to the good and the bad, okay? The good and the bad, take ownership, okay? And then you can start to rebuild, to elevate your thinking, elevate your attitude, <clears throat> elevate your actions, elevate your perspective, and start changing your story. Take that something old and use that as a starting place and a lesson to say, you know what? I'm not going to be this way anymore. Starting now, not tomorrow, not in 2021. This is not no new year's resolution. This is a new you resolution. And it starts today, right now, right now, pushing you to start right now. 
No more waiting for the sweet by and by. You have to do that right now. Shut down the noise, the distractions, and the negativity and the deception and start today with your something new. And every single day, stay committed to working on that new you so that you wake up a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, and be like, you know what? It's because I made that decision that day in November of 2020, and that has put me where I am today. I want you to have that be a part of your success story, just like I have it be a part of mine, that I can look back and say, here's a mark in the sand, though I drew that line in the sand, is when I did that, that was a game changer in my life. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Janine Unscripted Podcast as we discuss something old and something new. I hope this podcast adds value to your life. And if so, please invite your family and friends to join us every week for the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Um, please like, share, and comment um, on the podcast because I'd love to know what you're thinking and how this is helping you. This has been a production of Mac Media Moguls, LLC. You can connect with me on my social media today. On Instagram, I have two pages. The first one is at jmacspeaks. And then on my business page is at Mac Media Moguls. My website is www.macmediamoguls.com. And you can purchase my new books there. I have a whole set of children's books in English and Spanish that you're going to absolutely love. My YouTube channel is Janine Unscripted Podcast. Please consider sponsoring the Janine Unscripted Podcast. Your sponsorship will allow me to gift my children's book to young readers who are struggling to learn to read. I thank you so much and I look forward to speaking with you again next week. Have a good one.